The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 159 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump, and this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. Bring you this podcast right here on this very feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Uh, this week we're dropping a fucking banger of an episode. Uh, I got together with uh, the third Beatle of the PWT cast, as I refer to him, uh, my Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus! And uh, we we talked the Blair Witch Project, which uh, I've mentioned before. It's a movie that fucked me up at a really early age, and uh, he's to blame for it. You know, you don't tell a six, seven year old, "Hey, you want to see a real movie that's real footage," because then you know they're twenty nine years old and. Uh, if they see someone standing in the corner of a dark room, they're just going to fucking kill themselves or run the other way. Uh, but of course, you can hear us talk about that over at uh, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, um, it, it's it's the Halloween month. Ooh, I, I did want to announce now because uh, I don't know if I should announce it now. I, I, I figure I, I know who's going to be on the Halloween episode. I'll wait till the end to tell you guys. It'll, I'll keep you on edge. Make you guys sit around for oh, an hour. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of course, you know, it is spooky season. It is spooky Halloween time. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things is whenever, like growing up, is whenever TV shows incorporated Halloween type episodes. Like if I, if I turned on a, um, you know, I mean, obviously the Simpsons, the Treehouse of Horror ones were always fun, but like uh, that 70s show or the, a sitcom or, you know, just whatever is always my favorite. Um, and so I figured like, well, shit, we need to have one of those here. And, you know, I thought it'd be fun to talk about some of wrestling spooky moments because, uh, of course, there's there's quite a few. There's some scarier in, in terms of like, oh, no, mankind's taking unprotected chair shots from the head you know, to the head from the rock. But there are also, you know, the times that wrestling, as we saw yesterday at Extreme Rules, the, the production, the, the time and effort they put in to make something just look fucking bonkers and out of this world. Uh, I figured, hey, let's sit down and talk about, you know, some of these. And, and of course, with there being so many, I couldn't just bring in one person. Uh, I had to bring in two. Uh, you know, this gentleman, of course, he's uh, he's a staple here. At, at the PWT cast, you know he's uh, he's on, been on many many of episode. Uh, very early on, when 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 Dave and I started doing this, we would always refer to him, and uh, to the point where I was just like, we need to bring him on. And uh, yeah, you know he's uh, he's he's famously a cabin mate of mine on the Jericho cruise last year. He's going to be a cabin mate this year. Um, Hopefully, Apple has perfected their noise-canceling headphones because, boy, does this man love to snore. Uh, he's uh, owner of a wonderful cat named Hank. Wonderful in the for, for me in the fact that it tortures him as much as it fucking does. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Zaha. Jeremy, my man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm actually going to be uh, muting my mic when I'm not speaking because Hank is actively trying to break into this room right now. <laughs> uh, Jack Torrance style. <laughs> Um, but it's uh, it's easier to, to deal with the meows than uh, uh, the last time I recorded with him, where he just constantly just tried to uh, intercept the mic. Um, so yeah, oh, beautiful Hank, great to be here. 
Oh yeah, last time we recorded, Hank, because you know, I could see the video, you guys couldn't, Hank was just climbing, he was climbing Jeremy like Jeremy was fucking, you know, one of those fun, like, cat toys. Yeah, I was, was covered I in was. rope. Oh, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's that's most of the time here at the house. Is it, He's either, we're either playing fetch, which is the one cat that actively plays fetch, like, perfectly. Like, I throw this little rat toy. He grabs it, brings it back, and then he's like, he waits for me to throw it again, like like a like a dog, or he's actively climbing on me and biting me because he views me as a giant toy, I guess. I mean, to be fair, you are the giant man he lives with, uh, but uh, you know, joining me as well as Jeremy is uh, is is the birthday boy himself. He's one of the hosts uh, of the Draft Pod over at the Jabroni U. Uh, you fucking heard him. You hear us only talk about depressing movies. One of these days, I promise we will do something fun and cheery. But until then, uh, we're gonna be talking some spooky shit, ladies and gentlemen. Drew Kissler, Drew, my man. Uh, are you aware of uh, Mexican street corn and how great it is? Yes, I am very, very, and I'm I'm aware of all the locations of where you can find it. Um, I just I just found the other day there is now Mexican street ch- corn ch- Cheetos, which uh, you know were fucking delicious. So go go pick those up at your local convenience store. There's a, a the t- bodega on the corner, you know. There's a TikTok channel of some guy who like uh, his whole business is they they'll send you like international treats, you know. So if it's mm-hmm. like. Oh, in Cambodia, they make um, roasted chicken flavored Cheetos, you know, like you can get that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, in, in, you know, fucking China, they have Twizzlers that are flavored like spaghetti. Like they'll send you random shit like that. And I almost like I, I want to, to purchase some of this stuff um, because you know, it, it's just like fun seeing them throw on throw in like all those extras and stuff like that. But a lot of it just looks fucking disgusting. Like. Uh, you know, I'm just like I don't necessarily need honey flavor like Kit Kats or something, you know. Yeah, I've seen all those wild flavors of Kit Kats. They are definitely on another level when it comes to like the overseas flavor of Kit Kat. I mean, sort of speaking about candy now and stuff like that. Like again, Halloween. Like Halloween was always a, a favorite of mine, like a, a favorite thing, um, specifically because I would get all my own fucking candy and I wouldn't have to share it. You know, I didn't have to share with my sister because she had her own. Um, but I will say the fucking candy that I hated getting the most, aside from candy corn, because of course, fucking candy like candy corn is candy corn, um, and probably different for you guys. But um, I would always get fucking Mexican candy, and like I know some people love it. I fucking hate Mexican candy. That was always the worst. Where like there'd be houses where I'm just like. Ugh. No, mom, like, I don't want to go to that one. I know what they're going to give me. They're going to give me this fucking, like, weird favorite fucking candy that I'm not going to eat. You are going to eat this. Like, you're going to partake in it. Um, But, like, what was some of your guys' favorite candy, like, to get growing up? Ooh, I mean, it was always, you know, the Reese's were always a a jackpot, I feel like. Um, But I got to say, man, the Mexican, like... I, I do like Mexican candy. I, the only thing I don't like is when there's the there's too much chili compared to like of whatever the fruit you know is like because sometimes there's like the watermelon core or whatever. It's like a Jolly Rancher covered in like the chili. Mm-hmm. It's like I like the the heat, but sometimes it's like it was it was like ten minutes of heat for one minute of watermelon. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't the best <laughs> ratio. <laughs> I mean, 
where I grew up, I grew up in a a, a pretty Mexican era area. Like, I mean, my high school was like thirty two percent Latino, but I think all the houses around my area were like uh, they like felt pressured to because they were in the suburbs of Chicago to like get the white people candy. So I never really had. <laughs> Mexican candy handed to me, but the the the, the best was always uh, no matter what it was. If anyone gave you a full size candy oh, yeah. bar, you're like, this is the greatest thing to ever come across God's green earth. Like I and they, you remember that house every year. Like I'm, this is a place I'm going every year. Um, well, you say that when you're six, but <laughs> uh, I mean, if you always seem to to find it. Um, but yeah, I, and trick or treating is something that I feel like is not a, a thing anymore. Like, yeah. my I, mom if, gets like ten people, like in her the like the whole night, and it's like I feel like people aren't doing it anymore. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I, I'm actually in a good neighborhood now where it's it's pretty populated. But like the road my brother lives on, which is like cr- crazy, like center of Bradenton, like nothing, like nothing goes down that road. Like, it's so weird. But, yeah, the full side, I was going to say, too, it was always fun when you, like, you'd run into somebody, like, your friends. You'd be like, dude, down there, full size. We're like, all right, we're turning around. <laughs> like, the the word spread. Like, before oh, yeah. there was any sort of social media, like, that was it. Like, hey, we got to go this way. And we always had a, um, in, in the town I grew up in, there's a the lady who does concession stands. So that was, like, the one spot everybody went to every year because you got, like, elephant ears. Mm-hmm. So like you got fair like food like it was amazing so that is truly amazing I never <laughs> I never had fresh food provided to me on Halloween <laughs> you, you know what's like I actually feel so uh, like again with me like I grew up in the city like in the city proper so mm-hmm. it's like yeah like I was used to like it was a fucking so much better than everybody else so much fucking better than people you know <laughs> Naperville isn't Chicago you guys I'm sorry to all my Naperville fans you know. Um, <laughs> But it was uh, like it was it was a fucking thing. It was a whole event, like you mentioned. Like we'd, I remember, I'd get home from school and it's just like, all right, come on, mom, like hurry up, we gotta fucking go. And like Jeremy was saying, like every house on the block, it was just like, you know, we just go block to block to block. I, I yeah. at one point in like sixth, seventh grade, we smartened up and uh, like we would all have like you know like our costumes. But then uh, we went so far as to go buy like Halloween masks. So after we did our first round of all, you know, everything in, in our regular costumes, we just like throw on another sweater, throw on this fucking, you know, scream mask <laughs> or something, and then go back for doubles at like the good houses, um, yeah. which like worked for the most part, you know, but also like everyone has so much candy. They, they, they don't give a fuck. They're probably just like, oh, you're these little idiots again. Um, I, I feel like too, like now it's like, it's always like two or three hours, like from four to seven or whatever it is. But man, I remember like, when I was a kid, it was like as soon as we got off school, like you went home and changed, and you were just gone till like ten at night, <laughs> like ten mm, eleven yeah. at night. Yeah, like, and that was honestly for for me for the most part, like that was just my experience, like always doing it like here in the city proper. Like there was like there was one year there was a, a girl that I dated that lived like in a gated community, and that was fucking weird. That was just such a weird trippy thing because, like. It it was like it, it was like those Halloweens out of like a fucking uh, Disney movie, you know, like 
everyone was just everything was decorated everyone's outside like oh here comes drew he's dressed <laughs> yeah. as a marshmallow this year like you know remember last year when you were dressed as aladdin like it was so fucked up where i was just like whoa like this actually like it exists <laughs> yeah. you know like um because i don't did either of you guys ever watch the movie hubie halloween the adam sandler one I never did. I heard the only reviews I ever heard was it wasn't that bad or it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> See, I, I watched it based solely on Brody King's review, which was I would die for Hubie Halloween. And I was like, all right. I was like, let me give this a shot. Um, but with that, you know, it, it takes place where he lives in um, uh, Salem, you know, and that's a place I've always wanted to visit for Halloween. Like, I'm like, I want to go to Salem because I know a co worker of ours, Andrew, he went there. Um, maybe like a year or two ago and that's what he was like yeah no like it is full on every fucking like uh, Disney original movie you've seen you know every yeah. like uh, like all like that and you know that that's always like so charming to me like I think back to um, Trick or Treat you know the like horror movie and just seeing yeah. like it, which one of my favorite of those movies is always like oh there's Jeremy dressed as a pirate and there's Drew dressed as like a, a giant cat and it's like, where are all the fucking Spider-Man? Where is everyone dressed like the Avengers? You know, and it's like, um, we don't have the rights. Yeah, it's like they don't have the rights to any of that. Um, but yeah, I like, will say too, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell this to the to all your young listeners out there. It's your fault that there's not enough places. Because when we were younger, we also honored the trick or treat. Like I remember egging houses and things like that. Like, hey, if you're not gonna. If I'm not, it's trick or treat. If you're not gonna trick me. I'm not gonna give you a fucking treat. <laughs> Jeremy, did you do, <laughs> did you ever do much egging or or teeping? Uh, my legal counsel has uh, advised me that I shouldn't uh, <laughs> shouldn't speak on that because I wonder what the statue the statue yeah. yeah 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 uh, yeah I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, like that was also like, I did it last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like a thing where so. Because, of course, me and my fucking scumbag friends, like, yeah, like once we got to a certain age, there's there's a friend, a friend of mine, Freddie, Freddie Hernandez, who, like, in fifth grade looked like he was, like, in 16, you know? Like, he was one of these, like, uh, Puerto Rican boys who was born a man, basically, you know? Like, he clearly, he looked so much older than all of us. In hindsight, probably not that much older, but, like, we would all give him money and he would go to the corner store and buy, you know... 15 cartons of eggs as if like the owner of the shitty corner store pro- like as if he gave a fuck we probably you know could have all gone yeah. and like he didn't care um you know but like we yeah we would like egg people's cars specifically and i remember the first year that i had my that i had my car i remember i had to drive to work and i was like fuck i was like because it was like on halloween i'm like i know that some shitty teenagers are gonna egg me so what i did was i i went like before i left i I took some eggs from like our fridge i remember my mom she was like what are you doing i was like well when i was younger i mean as if i wasn't 16 and still young i was like well there's probably kids are gonna throw eggs at my car she goes who Who, who's gonna egg you i'm like just strangers she goes okay i was like so I need to be prepared as well and carry my own eggs. So, so you're going to egg them back? Oh, 100%. <laughs> of course, never happened. And I just, you know, like an asshole had a fucking carton of eggs sitting next to, which probably looked more incriminating than anything, you know, like in uh, in my passenger seat. Um, 
but yeah, again, I don't even see like again, like Jeremy mentioned, like you just don't fucking see that like kids walking around. I mean, and even like around here by where I live now, like it's a lot of like fancy houses, you know, a lot of uh, there's like a fucking mini McMansion like just tucked away over here next to some warehouse and you would expect more people to walk around. But I don't know that that's just, again, one of those fucked up things you just don't really see anymore. Weird. Wild. And I don't know. It was always the coolest thing. Like the fucking, maybe kids just aren't creative either. I just remember being like wanting to show off my, my costume, you know, like, look what I did. Look what I am this year. Was there ever a costume your guys' parents didn't let you get? Well, we always, we always, I mean, made our own basically. So oh, okay. it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I ever, there's ever a costume where I was like, I definitely want to be this for Halloween and I wasn't able to do it. It was either we were lucky enough that I can afford the real one or yeah. I had to figure out a way to make it happen. It wouldn't yeah. look as good, but it always worked out. Yeah, that was, the, I mean, my parents never let me just because they weren't going to buy it. <laughs> I'm yeah. buying it for one day. <laughs> yeah, like, I definitely I definitely reused costumes, like, once or yeah. twice. But I, I specifically remember when the first uh, X-Men movie came out, mm-hmm. I desperately wanted to be fucking Wolverine. Whether it was classic, like, you know, 90s Wolverine or fucking slick black leather Wolverine. And my mom was like, no because it has claws and you're gonna fucking attack your sister with them and it's like yeah of course i'm going to do that but like and i remember she just didn't let 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 me get it and that was one of those where i was like you fucking bitch i'm gonna fucking like oh like to this day you know i'm gonna make my own clothes yeah one of these days i'm gonna (laughs) one of these one of these days i'll show up at her house dressed as wolverine and be like you can't tell me anything now i'll be wearing a pair of air force ones too the black and blue ones that she didn't buy me Wow, basically justifying everything that she said you why you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have it. Yeah, like I'm sure, like I'll tell my therapist, be like, oh, I showed her right, and he'll be like, No, no, like we've made no progress these last six months, have we? Um, <laughs> um, shit, yeah. Well, like, what about now? Like as adults, do you guys have any like Halloween traditions that you you carry out? Like I know Drew, you and myself, we've been watching not together, uh, but like Halloween movies. Like every night, yeah. like Jeremy, is there any Halloween traditions that you know you've adopted or you know still carry on? Uh, no, I mean I'm not. Um, as much as I enjoy Halloween, I'm not the biggest like horror movie fan. Um, there's some that I will enjoy, but I'm not. I'm there's some people I think I'm on a call with two people uh, who like love horror movies, and I think it's like their their prime season. Um, I'm more about the the fall accoutrements, mm-hmm. um, and the, it's just like the the cooling of the air and the uh, the warm apple cider, like that stuff, like that. And then the occasional scare is what I enjoy. I like I like it uh, sparingly. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Drew? Yeah, I mean, for one, I <clears throat> like same thing where like, i do enjoy horror movies but i'm not like like you know i'm i'm, I'm not like i want to call myself a big horror movie guy like you know like wes or uh, like Vinny. like those two can go in for hours talking about some like movie you've never heard of like okay i'll check that out you know um 
and it's usually good but yeah they're uh um you know they 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 get really into the weeds on that stuff where i'm very base level i will say that i'm kind of a basic bitch when it comes to horror movies but uh um yeah like you said the last like two years i did like a thing on my instagram where i was just i came up with a list of like horror movies by the alphabet so it was like going through the abcs and then because it was like trying to find a q and well this year there was an x but uh you know some of those off letters i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do something this different this year so i'm watching uh i'm like i'm doing like a stephen king countdown if you want to follow along that's x mr sparkle x on instagram um <laughs> but yeah i always try to do that um usually always have a you know costume uh doing a, you know halloween parties and everything like that even when i don't have one to go to i can 2020 that's when i was jackie uh jackie daytona so totally bartender totally yeah normal human bartender yeah exactly so uh you know i always always try to keep that alive and yeah watching halloween which is the i mean i'll get to do it and talk about it this year but normally it's like the one thing it's like the one movie i'm like all right well i also have to at least watch this so (laughs) yeah like i again I don't always stick to like a full 31 days. You know, like sometimes yeah. I like I get busy like um uh in and and I'm also very much like Jeremy in that like I love like fall is my fucking shit, you know? Like I could mm-hmm. eternally live in the month of like October yes. and early November. Like I shorts and hoodies, baby. Shorts and uh, hoodies, the best weather ever. <laughs> that, that is yeah, that is me. I mean, one especially because like because of our jobs, like we're normally always in shorts anyway. But mm-hmm. oh, that is perfect weather to me, shorts and, and a hoodie. And like like this year, I was just like, I'm throwing away all my old shitty raggedy hoodies and I'm buying a bunch of new ones just to, just to slap the, the PWT logo on them. And um, yeah, like, I don't know, man, that, that sort of shit is just, you know, it, it's the best. Like I, I hate the fucking snow because mostly because I have to fucking drive in it now. So it's like, I, I will enjoy this time as much as possible. And, and again, just the accoutrements as, as, as jeremy said that comes with it um but like i guess i i did a, a spooky halloween activity um in as much as i finally went and got my thigh tattooed colored in um okay. for for those of you guys unaware, i posted a, a video and i'm waiting for pictures but um a midnight mass last year mike flanagan on, on, on netflix put out the show midnight mass which is uh it's a show about uh well, you know, it, it answers the age-old questions of what's scarier than a Catholic, a Catholic vampire, um, and it's you know, it, it, it's it's a fun. It was a, it's a really good show. It's fucking it's an amazing show. It's one that I con- constantly rewatching, and uh, so to commemorate it, I got a burning church because the church burns down in the show. Spoiler alert, um, and it fucking hurt so bad. Like, I, like <laughs> Jeremy recently, he got a, a thigh tattoo and I believe you might've gotten them at the same time. Like, cause I had to get the outline, um, and you know, filling it in separate, but like Jeremy's at least, you know, he didn't have that much shading. So like, I can imagine his probably like hurt, especially with it being like, it was yeah. your first tattoo, right? It was my first tattoo. I was very dehydrated cause I was out drinking. Um, and, I, yeah, I'd never had that before, and also I was in like a weird position too. So like on top of the my thigh hurting, like my like the guy didn't want to bend over too much, 
So like I was on like a weird angle, which I understand like you're going to be, I don't want all the lines to be straight. Yeah. Like I'd rather you be in your right mind and then I can figure it out. But I was like, my hip was hurting. Like I'm also in my thirties getting my first tattoo. So it's probably not the, the, the general uh, population that are, are getting tattoos in Vegas. But yeah, this, this was, and it's funny because it's like I mentioned, like oh, it was haunted. At, you know, it was a, it was some Halloween activity because not only you know is it not only am I getting a, a, a burning church tattooed on me, um, but it was also at uh, Old Town Tattoo, which here, it's here in Chicago. It is an old, uh, it's, it used to be a funeral home, and it is like legit haunted. You know, like there have been plenty. I I, grew, I literally grew up two blocks over, so one of the things you know when you always heard that it was haunted. Um, and there there would always be like ghost shows that would go there and record you know like the the ghost hunters of the world like things like that like you know every there was a, a good few years where every year around this time you know you're you're driving by walking by and you see the production trucks just up there with you know again the logo for some you know discovery fucking ghost show like there and stuff like that and and jen who tattoos me you know like she's like yeah like you know, there's paranormal stuff that happens here. Uh, you know, like, I, I don't believe she's ever encountered any of it. I thankfully have not encountered any of it. Um, but I did encounter some paranormal activity yesterday. Um, so, like, I was, I was telling you guys about it. So, a little bit of a, of a spoiler, not spoiler, but on this week's episode of Scrum Family Video, myself and Jesus, at one point we started talking about paranormal activity. And whether or not we've experienced any of it. Um, and, and of course, I always talk about, I'm like, I think the closest I've experienced any sort of paranormal activity is uh, down at the shop, down at One Hour Tees, where there's been plenty of late nights where I'm there and I see shit out of the corner of my eye. I hear things, you know, like, I, cause no, of course, when I'm there late working, I have both my headphones in as opposed to normally where I just have the one. And, um, <coughs> You know, you you see something, you hear something, and that is either a sign that that is almost always a sign to me that one, time to wrap it up. You've been working too much and you're hallucinating, or two, something's in here with you. You know, and and of course, I got my fucking trusty old fucking knife with me. So if anyone tries to creep up, they're gonna get stabbed. But um, last night, Frank calls me and he goes, "Hey, are you at the shop?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "I was there a few hours back." Like, "Why? What's up?" He goes. Well, the alarm company just called me. There's activity inside. Like, oh great, someone fucking broke in. So I was like, well, I was like, I'm like ten minutes away. I'll, I'll go check right now. Just make sure they don't call the cops, cause you know I don't get along with the police. And you know, I get, I, sure enough, I get there. No one's there. And like, I grab a baseball bat, cause I'm just like, listen, I have a baseball bat and a knife. If someone, if someone has a gun, it, and I, I at least can, I don't know. You can hit it with the bat. I can hit it with the bat or Matrix style, just <laughs> deflect the bullets, lightsaber yeah. style, deflect, deflect the bullets. You know, and so I go in there and I'm walking around and like the shop is pretty creepy when you're fucking there alone, you know? And I'm just like walking around, you know, nothing is there, no one's there. And I'm just like, all right. I call him back. I'm like, hey, I don't know. Maybe some shirts fell over. Maybe there's a rodent running around and that's what fucking set off the alarm or whatever. You know, uh, I go back home. I'm watching Final Destination 2. And, uh, you know, it's like some spooky shit's going on. And then I get another call. Frank's like, it's going off again, dude. I'm like, Ugh. I was like, all right. I was like, I'll go check. He goes, stay on the phone with me. He goes, I'm worried someone might be there this time. 
which is the last thing you want to fucking hear at like midnight. Like, I think someone is breaking in there. Stay on the phone with me in case something happens. And again, I'm going around, I'm walking around and nothing. And at a certain point, I'm just like, dude, it might be like the ghost that fucking lives here at the shop. And he's just quiet and goes, yeah, maybe, probably. I don't know. I would just get out of there. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know, and left and for like the rest of the night was just like staring at my phone. Like if he calls me back a fucking third time, I'd be like, nope, it's okay. I'll meet the police there. They can fucking go inside. But like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, again, one of those things where I was like, I wasn't fucking around with it. I don't know if you guys have experienced any sort of paranormal activity type event. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, for you, for Drew, I mean, you drew i imagine just being in florida itself it's already its own sort of paranormal event <laughs> yeah pretty much um but no i i haven't i haven't been uh privy to it i'm not like i'm not you know totally against the idea but i'm also not like you know maybe that's why but uh like <clears throat> i i definitely get some shit where it's like it's it's weird coincidences you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. like all right how are we explaining that like my so I don't know. Maybe like ten years ago now, like where the the town my brother lives in, up north, like in Ohio, it's very, um, <clears throat> like my family like helped found that town, right? And the house that kind of is like catty corner from his was the house my grandpa was born in. So my grandpa's grandpa <laughs> died at a very young age in an explosion. He lived in a like a barrel or he worked in a barrel stave factory and it exploded, whatever, died. So my grandpa never knew him. Actually, my my grandpa's dad really never knew his own dad because of that. Um, and the lady who bought the house, there's still like people in, you know, the older generation that lives there and they're like, they stop him one day and he's like, hey, you, you know, you're, you have family that used to live in this house, right? And she, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, they told the story. And he, she's like, okay because yeah um like i'm seeing this person at night like this this old man like this this man or whatever not old man but just this man in the house and like it's just me at the house you know and he goes well he's like come come over sometime come to the basement i have like all like the family history stuff down there we can go through pictures and they're flipping through and like he's like you know this is the people who would have lived in this and she's like that's him and it was like the picture of like this person who had no idea of our family, and like they're like she's like that's the person I see walking around my house. So like I'm like all right, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> so uh, so I'm not like totally opposed to it, but I'm also like hmm, I wish that could happen to me. <laughs> nope, that's the that nope. No, my only story, it's it's nowhere near as exciting as that. I, <laughs> the only time I've tried to welcome that into my life, mm-hmm. um, I was studying abroad in England, and I was in York on Halloween. And me and three of my friends were like, let's, they, they happen to be doing, like, York's supposed to be the most haunted city in the world or something like that. So they were, like, trying to do the world's largest seance. So basically, they gave out everyone free candles and like instructions on how to do your own seance, and like the, the idea was like everyone that night, like the amount of people that are going to do seances in York was going to set the world record or whatever. So we find this like dark corner along an, a two thousand year old Roman wall, <laughs> where like like yeah. like we were hiding from everyone, like and we're like oh, we're going to do a seance, like we lit our candles and. 
I don't think any of us really knew what we were doing or really uh, put much effort or belief into it. So nothing happened um, until we got up and like started walking and then someone like felt something on their foot and then we all started running. Uh, and then we all walked back because like we're like, why are we running? What that would happen? And it was literally just like someone left. Like there was like a wet shirt on the ground that someone was wearing flip flops and it touched. Um, so that was the, the scariest part of that. So like, I've, I've never had like any type of uh, paranormal experience. Like, yeah. uh, you two have at least been around. Yeah. It's see like that. I think I'd be more inclined to do something like that where it's like, Oh, me and my friends are going to do a giant seance. Cause like, even with like, I'm not a haunted house guy. Like for yeah. some reason, when we were like, we we're just up in the Dells with my family, and they were like, we were walking down this strip that just has a bunch of like shitty little stores, and there was like a haunted house, and I was like, with my older with my older nephew, I was like, come on, let's go, let's go, and he was just like, Ugh. like I don't really wanna, and then my dad. Uh, my dad, my sister's boyfriend, my brother, they come along. And I was like, all right, here, give me five tickets. And my nephew freaked out. He's like, he's like, no, no. He goes, he goes, tell him not to charge you. Tell him not to charge you. And I was like, no, they're already charged. Mind you, I could have just said, I basically paid for the $3 for a kid's ticket. And he fucking ran yeah. away. And <clears throat> again, I'm not a haunted house guy, but I was like, this is a small little like shitty thing right here in the Dells. Like it can't be that scary. And sure enough, like it wasn't, you know, but like, uh, like this weekend we're going, uh, me and some of the other guys, uh, we're going to six flags for, for fright fest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, if any of you guys have like a six flags near you fright fest, like it can be, it's pretty fucking tame compared to like what most people think it actually is. Um, but like I bought the, I bought the haunted house passes to get into all of them. So, um, you know, here's hoping I don't fucking collapse screaming and Johnny has to drag me out of one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's crazy. You brought up a haunted house in Wisconsin Dells. Cause that's by far the scariest moment I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I went as a kid, probably, probably your nephew's age. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my uncles went to like a haunted house. I rem- it might be the exact same haunted house that you went in. Um, but the scariest part was like right when we walk in, one of my uncles said my name. They said just said Jeremy in passing, and I was like, oh okay. And then the entire way is like almost pitch black the entire way, and all the workers just like Jeremy, 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 <sighs> nope. Jeremy, 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 and I'm like. This is the scary, like, you you can't see anything. You have no idea where they're coming from. You just hear whispers of your name the entire time. It was the most scared I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to, we actually would, um, friends of ours, we'd help run on and house every year. And if we could get, like, we would, if we could get one of their names, you would just, all the way through, like, room to room, they would just be like, that same thing. Like, come on in, Jeremy. We're going to get you, Jeremy. <laughs> Like, yeah, you would just milk it for all it was worth. See, I'm no. Go ahead. I still remember afterwards. Like I'm like I need time alone. So there's a <laughs> Polish there's a Polish restaurant across the street that I went to the in the bathroom and just kind of like sat there for a little bit, like to like <laughs> reconnect myself to reality. <laughs> See, I I think I might now like try to do that where it's like I'll tell like kind of try to pull like one of the workers aside and be like, hey, when we go as a group. Like call out Juan, call out for Juan, you know, or or something like yeah. that. Like, 
ask for Chris Wong. Just, you know, <laughs> someone that they, they could do that. Because that, that is pretty smart. I, I, thinking about it in hindsight that, like, I wouldn't have fucked. Like, if I'm in a haunted house, yeah, and they start saying my name, that's kind of just where I'm like, all right, well. I'm gonna go yeah. fucking I'm gonna go fuck myself and <laughs> uh but very quickly though before we do get into the actual like uh the the, the spooky moments and, and, and wrestling and stuff like that. Uh I know you guys haven't watched it, but for any of you guys at home, uh Marvel just recently put out their first special. Uh and by that it's just it's an hour long instead of, you know, uh nine mini episodes. Uh but of Werewolf by Night, you know, it, it introduces into the MCU uh you know, man thing, uh, werewolves, uh, all the spooky occult stuff. And Michael Giacchino, who is a composer, you know, he's done music for a lot of your, you know, a lot of fucking your favorite movies. If, you know, um, if you're not too familiar with his work, I, I believe he's worked on some of like the James Bond movies. I know he worked on like Spider-Man ones. Um, he's worked on some of Christopher Nolan's movies, I, I think possibly. I don't know. But he's, he's really... You know, he's known for his composing, but this guy directed the fuck out of this. It's in black and white, so it's already kind of different from most of the Marvel stuff. Um, <clears throat> pretty fucking gory, in as much as, like, it's a Marvel, you know? Very kind of reminiscent of, like, with uh, Doctor Strange, where it's, like, only as much as, like, people's heads, people's necks are getting fucking, you know, cut and blood spewing out, and, you know, limbs are getting decapitated and stuff, and uh very fun you know like if it, it's again it's only about an hour long um would definitely fucking check it out because you know by all accounts all the spooky shit is coming into the mcu and if you're like a, a, a you know an mcu fan you know it's it's coming man you know you have blade you know coming not not to i keep saying coming you know you, you have all, all that stuff that, that's good that's going to be debuting within the mcu and this again if you have an hour to fucking spare like it goes by pretty quick and uh yeah just a lot, a lot of fun to watch so uh marvel's werewolf by night you know it's, it's sponsoring this week's uh podcast um but of course, you know, we are here, we're gathered to, because again, wrestling has, like I mentioned, a lot of like spooky moments. Um, one one thing in particular that always sort of sticks out to me is uh, being the elite, the, the Halloween episode that they recorded on the Chris Jericho cruise. Of course, um, that was on the very first Chris Jericho cruise. And it was one of those things where we were like adjacently just sort of hanging out with the elite boys. You know, mainly because again, it's the first Jericho cruise, and like they, you know, it's not like they were up. Cody was up in his fucking massive palatial estate the entire time and only really came down with his security. But like the rest of the guys were sort of just go around and um we were seeing them you know film occasional bits like i know taffy you know friend of the show taffy like she helped film one of the bits um where i believe she turns into brian cage um <laughs> but um like I, I know being the elite is 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 a show that a lot of people are fond of and to me it's a lot more of these sort of special episodes that they've done you know like that i'm more of a fan of you know that's why it's like when i was just like when I was like, oh yeah, like let's let let's talk about this, you know, because you have like like Kenny and Cody, they're just like, you want to fucking tell a ghost story, and like Kenny does this fucked up like uh, uh, human centipede like esque thing that he's doing, and just you know, again, just all, all around, you know, the 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 premise of it is, you know, they're sitting around telling you know these ghost stories, and I I, I love, I just I really love that episode. Like, well, what are what are some sort of you know uh, spooky moments in wrestling that you guys just think of that you know stick out to you? 
Well, I, to me, I going back to when I was a kid, man. That, <laughs> it's so stupid now, but man, when Papa Shango got fucking the warrior, you know, that was, I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, throwing for, up the uh, the uh, the whatever it was the the uh, the fluid or whatever. Yeah, for for those unfamiliar, it's uh, it's Papa Shango like what possesses him, and he it's when like yeah. he looks in the mirror and he's like sweating, uh, like black ink, which I'm pretty sure yeah. is just like what hair dye probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what about you, Jeremy? So I'm like from a like I started really watching wrestling a few years after that, and like mine is like the Brood and the Ministry of Darkness, and like like literally they would drop blood on people from the ceiling, um, and it was way cooler back then. Not so much now when <laughs> Edge tries to do it again. Like like then it's like whoa, like this is this is like as a kid also it's like like kind of gory on on tv like that was always cool and like the horror stuff back then it was like crucifixions on tv of like stephanie mcmahon and stone cold and like kidnapping and i don't know that was that was like this the scary moment i was like legitimately afraid of the undertaker for a while yeah like i gotta say the i remember again because i you know it's not till 2004 2005 that i start watching wrestling but i remember the broods entrance always being something that like occasionally if i would stumble across wrestling and like <clears throat> they'd be making their entrance that was always something that was just like whoa like here's this fucking you know vampire with his two little vampire boys next to him and um it, like again a thing that gangrel will still do like to this day and yeah. it always still gets like a pop like um Jer- did you get to meet gangrel jeremy when when he came by the shop no i wasn't there um, but I mean, I, from like, even like now, like the fact that he still has the implants of the <laughs> fangs, it's like, this guy's committed to yeah, like this vampire lifestyle his whole life. Yeah. yeah very- I, I actually like, that was, uh, the, the WrestleCon in Orlando that, uh, he was the first person me and my brother were like, fuck, we got to go meet Gangrel. Like he's cool as shit. And, uh, you know, he was, it, it was really cool. And, uh, like, yeah, then like. Dude, th- that theme song, like that shit, still slaps. Like, that's a good one to just throw on a Halloween playlist, you know? Oh, for sure. Like, it's again, it, it, it's one of those gimmicks that it's or not even. I mean, yeah, basically one of those gimmicks that's sort of like it, it stood the test of time. Like Jeremy was mentioning, like Edge will try to redo it every now and then, and I think it's more yeah. so like. It, yeah, like sure, it's cool, you know, because you used to be the little boy that was next to you know next to him. Yeah. But like to me, it's one of those. It's like without Gangrel, like it's not really that cool, you know. Like mm-hmm. you need to like when they do these like DX reunions, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. all right, cool, like it's fun for a few seconds, and and that's sort of it. But like I very much feel like you know, like with Gangrel, it's like again because you think about it it's like it's vampires you know his whole gimmick is i'm a vampire and i think like if you found you know a couple of spooky boys you wanted you know wanted him to manage you could totally do that because you know you look at christian and edge and it's like no they were very it was very easy for them to just like all right we're not these uh you know uh 
sexy vampires anymore. Now we're just like two Canadian boys. Like, yeah. you know, and I think Gangrel might be working in MLW at the moment. Uh, but you know, like he would definitely be something, someone that I like. I would like to to see come back and you know manage another spooky team. You know, like fucking thrown with the butcher and the blade. Fucking, you know, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, another thing that you mentioned though, Jeremy, was like the crucif the the crucifixion, which, um, famously, uh, it was who was it? It was uh, Sandman that got crucified by Raven. Oh, yeah. And, oh that, yeah. and that stopped Kurt Angle from working with ECW. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, like, I think it was like Kurt Angle, or not Kurt Angle, like Vince McMahon, this isn't like, oh, I would never like do something that barbaric. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then his justification was like, no, no, no. It's a T. It's, a, it, it's the Undertaker symbol. It's not a cross that we're putting them on, which, like, yeah. Again, for someone who, uh, because. Uh, I, I had to play catch up on a lot of this stuff, you know, because it's like, all right, I, I know who Undertaker is. I know who Stone Cold is. Like, I got to go back and rewatch a lot of this Attitude Era stuff that I missed. And <clears throat> seeing that was one of those moments where it's like, oh, okay. Like, you guys just straight up crucified someone. Like, I understand now why it's called the Attitude Era because, you know, you guys are doing fucked up shit like this. And. Like, this is totally something, you know, like, people say all the time, like, you couldn't get away with that now, but, like, the way you straight up could not, like, you know, there, like, there was, uh, like, there was people getting angry with, like, MJF for calling himself the devil, you know? Yeah. It's something that's so tame, where it's like, he's, a, like, he's calling himself the devil, like. Yeah. And with social media the way it is now, like, I could not imagine Twitter if, you know, you had, a. Uh, you know, I don't know a a Brody King crucify you know crucify fucking Darby Allen on the Undertaker T like what you know what people would just fucking say like just you know I wouldn't be surprised if AEW does it in the next two years to be honest with you. Well, you know what, Tony's just living out his childhood, so it's like, yeah, now it's now we're here. Everybody's <laughs> like, hey, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, it's one thing that Tony did do was uh, he let uh, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks come out as uh, the Ghostbusters, uh, which is a, a funny bit that goes back to like their New Japan days, where yeah. you know they would they would come out like that. Like I know, uh, you know, they came out dressed like that. There was one year where I believe it was like. Kenny, Marty, and Hangman came out dressed as uh, Aladdin, Jasmine, and Abu, the little monkey. Yeah. Um, and again, to me, one of those like fun things where, and I for, I forgot who the Dark Order came out dressed as because it was they were wrestling the Dark Order. Um, but like they're all they're all cowboys, weren't they? Oh yeah, they might have. Yeah, they might have all yeah. been cowboys. But that to me was one of those things where, like, again, you'd sort of talk about. Uh, like, you know, like I mentioned, like being the elite and stuff where this company for the most part, you know, is founded like on the shenanigans of these boys on a YouTube channel, you know, like that yeah. is, you know, the, the, the beginning when you're, you're making your soup, those are the ingredients you're throwing in first. And to me, it was just one of those, like, this is crazy. Like in what you, in what universe were these guys, you know, like fucking around, uh, with Ghostbusters costumes to just like wrestle for a Halloween theme show and like, oh, now no, it is straight up, you know, like you guys are, are, are 
coming out like as actual Ghostbusters and like you know with your photon packs and just <laughs> wrestling a bunch of cowboys like again not so much like spooky more a little bit Halloween themed obviously but to be again another fun moment of like oh wow like this is you know this is the this is the treat and the trick or treat part yeah you know? that's one thing I love is whenever they they have like you know like whether it be like a Halloween havoc or any type of you know, if one of these shows land on an actual Halloween, or Halloween actually lands on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever it is, like the people that like do the cosplay that night, it's always a lot of fun to see. Like, who cares? And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just anytime somebody like does special, you know, they <clears throat> special uh, gear. Like, it always, you know, it, it always makes it feel just a little bit, a little bit cooler. So, is there one that sticks out to you? Um, God, I'm trying to think. Um. I honestly like that, and I don't even know if it was a Halloween, but it was the time that they all came out as uh, the the Street Fighter. Uh, <laughs> was the the elite came out as the Street Fighter people? So it was like uh, yeah. Ken and Ryu, and then uh, I forget who Kenny was now, but yeah, like I I really enjoyed that. I know. Um, uh, what's his fucking name from? Uh, they just debuted on SmackDown from Legado del Fantasma. Um, yeah. The main well, he guy. did a he did a Ray's thing, right? Yeah, like I, I think yeah. I think he might have just had Ray's gear. Like I think Ray might have just yeah. given him like his gear. And of course, you know, there's the famous Halloween Havoc match between Eddie and Ray. Mm-hmm. And like uh I God, I can't remember his name right now. Someone's screaming at me. But he came out dressed like Ray did, and it's just like, oh yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Cause I think Seth Rollins might have also done that like once as far as like the tights go. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he had what? What was it? It was the uh, oh, what was the actual? What's the superhero's name? Uh, Mysterio. The, is that what it was? The pur- uh, like the purple? Oh no! Actually, you know, I think it was like the phantasm or something like. Yeah, that. I think it's the phantasm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so like Ray was like paying homage to somebody, and then they were paying homage to Ray, paying homage to someone. So yeah, but yeah, it's um. Trying to think, I remember uh, when Shotzi hosted a couple years ago. Like she, she, she did the uh, Halloween Havoc like hosting. Like she was like a different person every 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 segment she came out, which was really yeah. cool. So the one thing that comes to my mind, and it's not really, it wasn't a costume, but it goes back to religious iconography. Um, I don't know if you remember when um, Rampage fell on a Friday. That was especially good. Oh, and <laughs> there's a barbed wire match for the world title, and they say, "You know what? We're gonna have a crown of thorns." Crown of, yes, in, in in this, and it goes back to Tony is like, "Yeah, it, we'll just do whatever it seems to make sense at the time." Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up a Catholic, I was like, "That I did not expect that," and the the blowback was not like it was initially huge for like a day, but then everyone's like, ah, "Whatever." So I mean, maybe there is a space for more of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to like the you know. I mean, that's what <clears throat> that's kind of what Vince was playing with for years. Like, eh, look, they're gonna be pissed, but they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like Tony's kind of very much doing that same thing. Like, yeah, it, that's fine, but people will get over it. Some other news will hit, and it's it's gonna be forgotten by tomorrow or by yeah. Monday, whatever. So, see, I remember the one thing that 
to me was like pretty fucked up that that like i still remember to this day so um yesterday of course was extreme rules and you had bray wyatt you know debut his new fancy like clearly he saw uh the black phone while he was on (laughs) vacation and was just like tom savini i need a new mask but to me uh and of course this is i don't know like i don't know how you guys feel about bray wyatt but like i've said like great presentation don't ever care to see him wrestle like his views are just like character killers you know they like poor seth rollins the amount of rehabbing he had to do after like that terrible feud with with the fiend but when they debuted the fiend you know it it was this again we were used to the spooky and the occult you know because again bray's gone from different crazy levels of craziness he's clearly a creative person but to me that one was the most fucked up because again he just looked like this weird crazy demonic clown but the craziest part was his lantern he had a new lantern which was the severed head of bray wyatt like you know and and i again it's one of those things where you would expect more people within wrestling to fucking complain you know you would expect like an outroar of fucking how dare they do this but like it was i think it was one of those things where collectively everyone was like hey it's pretty fucking cool right yeah all right cool like we're not gonna fuck around with it and like you know like we mentioned like when we're kids watching this shit like i gotta imagine there's like i can't imagine being a kid at home watching fucking you know this demonic version of bray wyatt come out with his severed head as a lantern and not being like Mom, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. Can we put on, uh, you know, like some cartoon? Well, I, what's crazy is I just saw, I, I don't remember if it was on Facebook or TikTok or somewhere, but there was this video of a, had to have been like 10-year-old, who was so excited because Bray Wyatt was coming back and had uh, her fiend mask on and holding a lantern and just like, when the lights went out, she just got so excited. I was like, this, like, to imagine being that kid's parent, being like, her favorite wrestler is this demonic presence, <laughs> cult leader type type character. And, like, I mean, you got to support whatever they're into. But probably what my parents thought when they were like, I like The Undertaker and Mankind. Yeah, they're my two favorite people. And they're like, yep. wait a second, what? <laughs> well, like, I will say this. Like, I've noticed a big uptick in, like, little kids that are horror fans because they have yeah. parents who are horror fans. Like, um, like one of my buddies, Max, him and his wife, Megan, like, their son, huge horror fan. Like, they'll post pictures of him dressed up like Michael Myers or Chucky, like, in the summer. Like, it is just a random time. Like, it is not just, like, you know, or they'll talk about how, like, yeah, like, you know, he really liked, uh, you know, he really liked uh, Halloween 3, or no one likes Halloween 3 that much. You know, he liked Halloween 2 better than he did 3 because he feels, like, and some, like, like, this kid's 7. What are you, what are you talking about, you know? And, again, there's, like, a lot more, you know, like, last week we had uh, Vinny on, you know, Vinny and Moses on, as well as the the boys over at the draft pod had them on. Um, Yeah all six words that moses got to say because andy and Vinny were just fucking you know going at it but um like they own a halloween retail store the close i think safe to say when we were younger the closest thing to a halloween retail store was party city during the <laughs> late september yeah. and all of october like i can't like 
and you know, like again, like, and I've been there several times where parents will walk in with their kids, and their kids' minds are just fucking blown. Like they're just like, "Oh my god!" Because again, you know, like they they have a bunch of memorabilia, masks, toys everywhere. Like to me, like if they had that when I was a kid, that would have been fucking that'd been the best. Like, do you know why I love Hot Topic so much? Because that was the closest fucking thing that I had to something like that. You know, and like yeah, again, you know, it's just there's so much more sort of things being incorporated like that. Like Halloween is, you know, again, it's, it's become its own, it's become one of the big four when it comes to, you know, holidays, as far as, <laughs> you know, like most people go and yeah, like it's like, I, I think I, I saw, I saw a clip of that video too, Jeremy, where like you mentioned, she has her like lantern. I think she also has like a, yeah. a, a like either a Funko pop or an action figure. Maybe. Um, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, like, you know, it's it's a lot of these little kids that like are super into like the spooky shit that, you know, I'm 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 with it. I fuck with it. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was younger though too. I, I had someone else that was like something else that, but like pretty much fucking was like just creepy. Not even scary, but just fucking straight up creepy was the boogeyman. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, fact that the man would actively eat worms yes, every the- day. Like that was part of his like, he could probably write off tax wise uh, bait purchasing. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah, like because it's already one of those things where it's like, by all accounts, he was like a weird dude. Like I remember, yeah. I think it was like Punk told the story where like he showed up to OVW and lied about his age, or no, he was doing tough enough. Was tough enough? Yeah. Yeah. Was- he said he was 30, and they're like, "Let me see your ID." And he's like, oh, it's in my car. I, I, don't worry about it. And like, no, we need to see your ID. And it ended up being he was actually 40, not 30. <laughs> like he was cut 10 years off of his, his age. Yeah. And again, this was all this was someone who, yeah, would like actively just like eat worms. And his whole thing was he was just like a stalker, you know, like, I mean, he got a WrestleMania match out of it where, you know, he, he got to dump the worms on, on Booker T and Charmel and pin Booker yeah. T, which, you know, I mean, hey. You know, God, God bless fucking Booker T for for wanting to do that for someone who takes himself you know like so serious and was like kind of like on fire with that like King Booker gimmick you know which mm-hmm. like that's always like that's one of those bummer things where I think about where it's like oh man you were so hot and that was the like that was the mania match you got like similar to um, like when Chris Jericho was on fire and I like he yeah. he got to wrestle Piper. Uh, Snooka and um, Steamboat, Steamboat, which like cool, but it's like really, that's what you fucking came up with. Um, <clears throat> uh, he was another fucked up thing too. Um, that again, when like going back in in history and sort of just like rewatching these things was uh, Jake the Snake's snake biting Randy Savage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like what? Go ahead, Jeremy. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, that was after, like, that happened way before I started actually watching wrestling. But like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, how did they do that? Like, that's a real snake. Like, how is Randy Savage not dead right now? Like, do they immediately have anti venom in the back? Like, I was like, and the 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 fact that they did the the close up, and you yeah. can actively see the fangs in his arm. It's like, holy shit! Yeah, and isn't like Jake even like smacking its head before like to yep. get it real pissed off like yep. yeah oh yeah like that's one of those 
I, I remember, I, I believe it was, it might have been one of those like A&E documentaries where they were talking about it, but they're like, of course, like you had to like de-venomize it before you did that because mm-hmm. you can't kill Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, and, right. Uh, just, again, one of those like fucking intense things because, uh, I mean, I, like, I wasn't around for the Jake the Snake character, but, you know, whenever you watch those like videos and promos of him, he was this very like, he was spooky and scary without having, you know, needing the, 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 the pomp and circumstances. You know, it was just the way he was being presented. And, uh, like, to me, the fact that it's like, yeah, this guy's already kind of fucking spooky. And, oh, now he comes out with a snake. It's like, well, it's resting, so they're never going to have... Oh, no, yep, there it is. They're having the fucking snake bite down on you. Like, holy shit. Um just you know again one of those fucking one of those moments where you like you like you mentioned jeremy where it's like what the fuck are they doing um which hey actually yeah. speaking of uh what do you call it because I, I i was gonna mention some some kane and undertaker stuff but uh it actually reminded me of my own spooky moment so uh for those of you guys aware um i was the i was the winner of the 20 i believe it was 2018 2019 halloween battle royale freelance halloween battle royale i might have spoken about it once or twice um (laughs) but the following year uh we also participated and by we i mean myself and jeremy and uh I, I, I what was it? oh it was nick was like hey um my friend holly comes out dressed like the undertaker and she calls herself the holly taker like, cool yeah like he's like he asked like me he's like do you want to come out as like one of the druids you know we, we have these like uh torches like these like kind of fake torches like you know it's some fun and we're gonna full-on undertaker entrance because they used to do the halloween battle royale people come out dressed as other wrestlers yeah <laughs> like yeah sure and jeremy's like yeah I'll, I'll come too i'll dress like paul bearer you know and it's like okay no no you guys you guys decided i was gonna be paul bearer before is that how it went yeah and they're they're like hey we have this idea for you and i was and they're you're like so you explained everything and i was like and you, you we want you to be paul bearer i was like okay <laughs> and uh the image will be in use it's gonna be like a collage image for 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 this one but uh which i'm hoping people don't realize it's not actually paul bearer that it's just you um but i, I don't i didn't look that close to paul bearer that they think i'm a real paul bear <laughs> no you know but it was pretty fucking good jeremy again taking uh, one for the fucking team shows up like dressed like uh, paul bearer you know full-on fucking little mustache and everything it was just ah, oh, like the mat i don't I went to an actual barber and I was like, "Hey, I need my my face shaved." Like, I look went, went for a straight razor, so like to look to maximize my mustache because like my mustache is like my weakest part of my beard. So I was like, "I need a professional to to manage this." Yeah. And I paid I paid like fifty bucks or something Jesus. like that for like a, a for haircut the and the shave. Hair? Oh, no, I got okay. a haircut too. Oh. But was, my hair wasn't that long. Like, I didn't really need the haircut. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, and then I did the full, like someone was supposed to be able to do my makeup then. And then all of a sudden they weren't. So I was like, well, I have to figure out how to do makeup now. So I just like padded, like I, I made the, 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 the white face, the, the purple eyeliner. And like, one thing I regret is I, I was so nervous not to mess something up that I really didn't like, once we got to ringside, I really didn't do much of the Paul Bearer stuff. Oh, that's yeah. that's one thing I wish 
collected. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> like, like would have, would have been like moved around the ring a little bit more, but it's like a battle Royal. Like I didn't want to get crushed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a, that was a time. <laughs> that was a time. Yeah. You, that, that, I, I'd do it again. Just, just saying that though. I love the, uh, I love the commitment of the haircut and everything like oh, that. Yeah. Like, like I, that's one thing I love when I see somebody actually like puts the time in to actually like do a fucking different haircut or like different facial hair, like just for Halloween. Like, okay, yeah, you're committed. Yeah. See, that's why I, that's where I fucking don't like, I, I, I would not like I, every year I try to like, all right, what can like this year? I'm pretty sure I'm going to be ho- uh, Kevin Smith for Halloween based uh-huh. on how, like, I don't have to shave my face. I just got to buy a hockey jersey and a backwards baseball hat. Like that's easy. As opposed to like Jeremy, who's like, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go spend $50, you know, (laughs) on a hot race. That that was just for the haircut. Like I had to buy like the makeup. I had to buy, there's a wig. I actually, I I have the urn here somewhere. Like I, I've I've forever, forever I've had the urn and like, so, so it used to be like in the old office specifically, but I remember um, like whenever I would have women come over, it was one of those things where it's like, come in the spooky warehouse down the down the dead end alley. Yeah, look for the painting of Andre the Giant. Um, <laughs> <coughs> and, you know, and they'd be like, oh, wow, like you, okay, yeah, like you live here. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, come 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 look at my fucking podcast office and they would look at everything it's like oh it's fucked up it looks like a hot topic in here and occasionally people would be like oh like you have an urn like who's in that urn and and i'd be like oh no like and i would explain like the whole wrestling thing and it's you know it's just it's one of those like fucking weird things where it's like oh okay don't mind that smell my family sent me from some pork chops bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, very, very quickly, I, <laughs> uh, I, I did want to, you know, uh, the Undertaker, of course, was someone we've mentioned yeah. a few times has, has no shortage of it. One thing that I thought was really cool was so I start watching WrestleMania 20, and this was when he comes mm-hmm. back as like full dead man Undertaker. And, yeah. yep. um, you know, he was feuding with Kane at the time, and like there was all the shit he was fucking with Kane, you know, like, um, I believe it was like uh, he's like a buried alive. Kane wins like a buried alive match, and I think like the tombstone reads like the Undertaker or something, you know. And there's like he comes out and the ring collapses and it starts to like rain on him and all this stuff. And you have like Paul Bearer come out. That whole feud again. I I don't remember much of their match, uh, but one of the things that would like always hype me up when I was younger is I would watch like the, the the promo video for that because. Um, you know, it's, it, they famously, as it was once said in uh, that wrestling isn't wrestling video is, you know, uh, the undertaker is like a a spooky dead magician, you know, like (laughs) that is, that is what he is. He's this wizard, you know, but he's this wizard that also fights MMA, um, which is (laughs) sort of just like what he became later on in his career. And that's why like, I always think like that is, you know, I, Feelings aside for how I feel about Mark Calloway, I think the character of The Undertaker is probably the most successful gimmick wrestler. Yeah, yeah. In that it's that. He yeah. is a yeah. dead magician that fights MMA. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, yeah, again, my, I mean, that was my favorite wrestler 
growing up and now like that's my collect my collection is fucking undertaker stuff and it's it is it's just everything he's done and like the changes obviously the dead man ink stuff wasn't great but that that 20 man that's that's actually one that you speaking of tattoos like here on my upper arm i kind of have like an anti-hero thing going and that's one i want to get like back here is the the him with the backlit and then the the hands coming up like from the grave Mm -hmm. like i want to get that like to finish off this like quarter sleeve so um that is just such an iconic fucking moment when he comes back uh yeah and again of course when you talk about undertaker you also have to talk about kane like i remember Mm -hmm. i remember uh wrestlemania in orlando um i was hanging out with uh Matt Niggs and Castro. This was before Castro worked with us. And we went to Joey Janela's spring break. It might have been the first time they ever did one. <coughs> and uh, the boys were drinking. So I had plenty of fun fucking with the boys while they were drinking. And one of the uh, reoccurring bits that we had where I was like, you know what's fucked up? I was like, King's whole story is that as a child, he tried, he's, he's, or, is Undertaker who set the house on fire? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like Undertaker. Yes. It was like Undertaker's whole background with his brother is he set the house on fire, murdered his brother and and parents, and because uh, objectively we think he's a good wrestler, just no one's ever tried him for attempted murder. You know, like mm-hmm. here's his brother who's come back as this deformed monster. You know, and it's just like... Well, he didn't mean to burn the house down. He accidentally burned the house down and killed his family. Or yeah. what he thought is a whole family. But and, he's, that, and then he was raised by Paul Bearer, which is actually... Paul Bearer is actually Kane's biological Kane's, father. Kane's biological because, father, yes. Because uh, he had an affair with Undertaker's <laughs> wife. Um, they didn't know wow. that until... Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> correct. Mom. Maybe his wife. We don't, yeah. we don't know. Um, but, yeah. And then the fact that Paul Bearer was keeping tabs on Kane. Who raised Kane? Did we ever figure out who actually raised Kane? I think he, like, it was kind of like a Hugo situation where he just kind of fed him fish head. It's in the attic. I would, <laughs> gotcha. I would just kind of always assumed, like, it was one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep you hidden from the world. And then they, they found out my uh, monster. They found out Undertaker was the evil twin the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, well, I don't know. Like, I think they're both pretty evil. Uh, I think yeah. we found out. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh, Mark, Mark and the, Mark and Glenn are not good dudes, but I love the, Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> I mean, we should have known more about. Uh, we should have figured out when um, uh, Kane uh, used a car battery to electrocute Shaving Man's balls. Yeah, that maybe maybe there is some some twisted things in this man's head and his hatred for Pete Rose. Yeah, <laughs> that as well. Yeah, well. Uh, you know, again, there's plenty of, like other just like random like what like the every time to me every God, time I feel like Kane Undertaker is just a full podcast like the yeah. stupid shit that goes along with that mythology is just so so fun. Uh, just that 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 one clip where he's he's doing the therapy with Daniel Bryan and Kane just dry goes through the history of his of the <laughs> yes. king character in wwe it's like because yeah. doesn't even wow. he, he said something about like he's like yeah i went through a phase where i wanted to be a dentist and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i start yeah. driving truck or something yeah. like that <laughs> so <Yep>. great <laughs> oh man 
Uh, yeah, no, it's again with those two. That's why it's like it's wild to me again that like those gimmicks have just lasted for as long as they have because yeah. we're even now like we're in an era of like wrestling where you got to suspend disbelief, you know, in in as much as like it'll let you like um you know it's so amazing too that like to this day they come out and they're like these two brothers yeah <laughs> everybody knows that they're not related but everybody still says it and just accepts yeah. it like yes in this world these two are still brothers yes <laughs> well yeah like the amount of like documentaries it's on where it's like you know oh they're not told glenn yeah you know he's like a brother you know he's not my yeah. actual brother he's my actual yeah. brother uh you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Hank Galloway. And it's like, <laughs> um, I, I think, uh, Finn Balor doing the demon gimmick, uh, yeah. that was also yeah. fun while it lasted before they, you know, had Roman yeah. fucking ruin that from him. Um, cause he has some pretty fun ones where he, I, like he came out like as Jack the Ripper or just, you know, the, the, the random, you know, the fact that his gimmick for a while was like, hey, I'm this really handsome uh, uh, Irish dude, and I'm really good at wrestling. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> there there's an old, there's an old Celtic uh, demon possessing me, and I need to call <laughs> upon him to, you know, to come out and fucking uh, help me win these matches. There's a... There's another... Uh, uh, unmentionable person that used to be in the elite that used to have a cool entrance too, but that's that's about as far as I'll go on that. Hey, one. you can talk about Hangman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, you're, the House of Black. Like I, I know House of Black isn't like yeah. everyone's cup of tea, yeah. but like I've, I mean, of course, I, I love Brody and like uh, you know yeah. Malachi. The the stuff he's done, like that's you know, like I, I, I love a spooky entrance, man. Like yeah. That those they're so cool and yeah like Malachi even when he was Alistair Black with the fucking sit up thing. Oh, like, one of my I I yeah. so I was there when he debuted that when it was uh it was like that like take over Orlando or whatever and I remember it was yeah it, with it, him and him versus Bobby right like uh was, him and Andrade. Oh, okay, Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, and you know you have like the whole fucking that to me was always one of those things where I was like, how did you oh, yeah, fuck? He was like, how did you fuck this up? Yeah. 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 He, you know, it was just like full on, just awesome. And again, even in like AW, like in, like myself and Jeremy, you know, like we've been, you know, like we've been ringside for some of those like fucking entrances. And again, it's always just, it's such, you know, like you have the God's hate playing and you have them just full on. Cause even like at the last show, uh, you know, it was like, where was them versus, uh, Miro sting and Darby? Like, the makeup that they had on like i know brody's wife emily like she did a bunch of that and she's like that is she's a makeup artist you know and just the thought they put into the mask into the presentation it's just it's all so fucking cool that like you know i i can appreciate the fact that it's like oh yeah you have that on the same card where like dudes are just straight up mma fighting each other you know like it's yeah yeah. (laughs) it's it's easy to appreciate that and uh yeah, I'm kind you, of you saying that when when Sting finally came out of the Raptors too, that was fucking cool too. Like yeah, his little yeah. spooky spooky uh the the crow crow gimmick thing. So. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean the fact that Sting's gimmick for the last thirty something years is just like 
You guys ever seen The Crow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you cannot because I was Sting for Halloween once. Yeah, he's the only wrestler I've ever dressed up as, but in in my childhood, in my adulthood, I've dressed up as a few. Yeah, <laughs> but and Charlie is the only one who's like it just looked cool. Like he mm-hmm. Sting was cool, dude. Sting is cool. Like again, like he's he's another one of those dudes that like has just survived. Like it is just you know, and he switched it up. Like he had like that Joker Sting for yeah. a few years, which is kind of yeah. weird. But um, yeah, man, it's it's wild to me that like that has just sort of been his game. Like. Part of me has to imagine that there are some people who it's just like, hey, you know they made a movie based on Sting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, I'm oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. And what's wild is too, like the 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 ten years before that too, like it's just like this, the surfer Sting is like completely opposite direction. Yep. And it's just like, wait, that's the same guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we also we have to give a shout out to uh, Darby Allen. Because Darby Allen is also yeah. one of these guys who, I mean, you you give a film student a cookie, you know, and it's like the the vignettes and and create like him already as this yeah. like daredevil is is fucked up, but like, you know, when he's when he has videos of him dragging you know bodies and body bags just like around the city, you know, like that's why that's why to me it was like the feud with him and him and Brody was like one of my favorites because obviously they feuded before and stuff, you know, but like. Yeah. The extent to which is like, I'm going to make it look like I'm killing my best friend, and he yeah. is going to do the same, and we're gonna do all these fucked up spooky vignettes in between. Um, well, shit, yeah, you know, again, that was just sort of a the the, the taste and accoutrement of uh, what the spooky has uh, has to offer. Um, very quickly before we do get out of here, though, uh, I, I did want to mention uh, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Again, this week, uh, I will be dropping uh, the Blair Witch Project with myself and, and Jesus. And uh, last week, uh, myself and Vivian, we recorded Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, um, as well as we will be recording two episodes of uh, for the $10 and up patrons, Scrum Detective Agency. We're going to be talking Jeffrey Dahmer and the Golden State Killer. Um, and uh, myself and Drew, we will be recording uh, Halloween. And then myself and Wes, we will be recording uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've still not asked him. So I'm probably going to text him after this. Um, if not, I'll find someone else named Wes who want to talk about uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know. That would uh, be even better. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not Wes Allen. I'm talking about Wes Hartland. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Wes Hartland from Buffalo, New York. You guys have never met him, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to give a shout out though to again the wonderful members of the Patreon: uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Armand Neal, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian, Anthony Torres, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Jesus! Hey, Jeremy, got to meet him yesterday. Yeah, I did. I, I came to Jesus yesterday. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's not wrong. No, no, that's right. <laughs> uh, B. Dornick, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayardo, uh, Drew Keisler. Oh, this is his birthday here. Happy birthday, Drew. Yeah. And uh, Jacob Taus. Uh, gentlemen, anything you guys want to plug? Anything you guys want to shout out before we get out of here? Um, uh, the only thing is uh, make sure you guys go trick-or-treating this year. Let's bring it yeah. back. Bring your eggs. Bring your soap. Yeah, if those motherfuckers don't turn on their light, <laughs> get them. Hey, and get if the, and if the bull says take one, take two. 
that's yeah. on them. That's on them for trusting you. Exactly. Uh, that's on them for trusting you. Yeah, who are you going to trust a stranger? <laughs> Come on. Let's, uh, what, what are we living in? Fucking uh, Narnia? No, don't trust strangers. Actually, I don't think you should also trust strangers in Narnia. Um, yeah, those guys yeah, don't, don't see Don't take yeah. those Turkish delights. Yeah. No, definitely not. Uh, all right, you guys. Uh, for this week's episode of the BWT cast, I've been Scrump. I'm Jeremy. I'm Drew. And this is friend of the show. Oh man, I was supposed to get I was supposed to get the the audio clip. I'm not going to do it cuz it's too much time, but uh Cole Cabana had a thing or two to say about Jeremy. And uh you won't yeah. hear it on this episode, but uh you will hear friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang bang.